0: Welcome to the latest episode of Women's Hockey Digest. I'm your host Stephen Edwards and today I'm delighted to be joined by Cheeky Hair and Grace Kleinback. First up is Cheeky Hair. Delighted to welcome to the podcast Cheeky Hair. Cheeky, thanks so much for joining me. How's it going?
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. It is, uh, you know, it's great despite the nasty weather out.
0: Hey, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast and chat some hockey, and we'll get talking about those visitors very shortly. But let's get to know you a little bit better. And Daisy Unlock sent in a question saying, how did you get your nickname?
1: Um, yeah, that's a pretty common question. I always joke that I'm going to get it printed on some business cards. <laughs> but um, So when I was very young, um, I had a babysitter who watched a lot of Saturday Night Live, and Mike Myers was on the show at that time doing a skit called Simon Draws where he was a little British boy named Simon and who had guests in his bathtub and he would call them cheeky monkeys and cheeky as you probably know in the British vernacular means sassy or fresh so my babysitter would come up to check on me I'd be out of my crib playing on the floor and she'd say oh you cheeky monkey in the British accent and put me back to bed and it just sort of stuck so I've been I'm cheeky for pretty much my entire life and um, I'm actually also cheeky professionally my work email is cheeky dot her so that's how I got my new name
0: this is it a cheeky monkey is something that is used quite a lot I mean I even find I probably said it to my two boys when they were younger as well so it, it is quite a popular thing to say
1: yeah that's what that's what I I gathered.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about from um, a hockey standpoint as well, and in terms of where you grew up. So where did you grow up, and when did you first start playing hockey?
1: So I grew up in Princeton, New Jersey, and I would say I probably started out on the ice somewhere between two and a half and three years old. I'm one of four kids, uh, two older siblings, and it was just always kind of a desire to be out there with them and at least for my parents it was just a lot easier to be able to have all three kids out on one ice surface versus two on the ice and one running around being being a pain so um pretty young age
0: but speaking from experience having two boys it, yeah one is fine having two, trying to entertain both of them at the same time on different activities can be challenging to say the least
1: yeah that's one of four kids it's i've definitely realized that it's that they picked uh very similar activities for all of us to just go do
0: so you played your college hockey at trinity college why did you feel that was the right college for you
1: so i pretty i went for my official visit on i think like a tuesday not really a normal day you do overnight visits and it was right in the middle of midterms and they were getting ready to do their lifting tests that week as well and despite all of the chaos going around during the week of studying and getting prepared for their testing, everybody was still pretty calm and and relaxed and hanging out at the team dinner and, and laughing and joking. And I think that just really appealed to me to be able to get the high intensity aspect of a really good college education and get to play for a great team, but also know that I'll get to be able to have a, a, a less stressed time while i'm doing it and and i think that was kind of the how i knew that trinity was right for me
0: from speaking to different people that have gone through that process it just feels right you go to a place and it just feels like that's where you're meant to be
1: i very much agree it's it's that that's exactly it
0: and what do you remember most about your time there
1: there are a lot of good memories. Um, I'd probably say winning NESCACs was pro- is probably the thing I remember most vividly. Um, I got to, I actually scored the game winners in overtime in both the semifinals and the finals. And that moment, I just remember scoring and standing up after the dog pile and seeing my parents' faces. And it was just, the I actually started to tear up a little bit. It was just the most amazing moment. Um, so, I would say just getting to win with that team and, and getting to do it with my parents in the stands.
0: How long does it take you to come back down after scoring an overtime winner?
1: A long time. It's, it's, it's Honestly, it's the coolest thing. Like There's nothing that compares to scoring an overtime goal. It's just this sudden rush of adrenaline. And you feel like you could run a marathon and... At that point, you definitely couldn't, but it's it's still a pretty amazing feeling.
0: I try and say this to people that have never seen hockey. When it comes to playoffs, when it comes to you know gold medal games and Olympics and everything else, when it goes to overtime, that's it. You're on a knife edge. You make one mistake or one great play, it decides the game, and it stops right there. There is no comeback from that.
1: Yeah, no, I very much agree, and I think... The other really great thing about about playoff hockey in general, but also um, overtime hockey, is that it's it's really anybody's game. What happened in the previous games during the regular season kind of doesn't matter anymore. It's it's that moment, that game, that second, that minute, and whomever is bringing the best to the table is, is going to win, despite you know whatever previous record they had.
0: No, absolutely, and we're going to see that come playoff time in the nwhl this season that's going to be enthralling to see how that particular pans out but in terms of your nwhl career and and where it started how did the opportunity to play for the riveters come about
1: um so i tried out uh in the in the uh, i think it was may or june um and then I, I didn't hear anything. I was convinced, you know, that's the, that's it. I'm going to have to find a new hobby. Um, and that was not thrilling on my end. I was not happy about it. And then I got an email, um, I think in August from our coach from Chad Weissman, saying, you know, do you want to be a practice player? And I asked, I jumped at the opportunity. I, I didn't even think twice about it. And, that's how it got started, and I'm so happy I said yes, and I'm so happy that Chad reached out and asked me to join the team.
0: Coming into your second season, did you set yourself any personal goals?
1: Um, not, not, and so I think that when you set a goal, it should always be something that's obtainable, And so for me, it's just to always be the greatest teammate I can be. I'm never going to be a Rebecca Russo. I'm never going to be, um, you know, an Erica Waller or any of those guys, great players on my team, um, just skill-wise never going to happen for me, but you know, I can still be a great teammate and a great supportive member of the team and always be there cheering them on and just be a generally good teammate. And so for me, I just, my goal was to continue to be a great teammate and, you know, step up and support the team in whatever way I've, I'm asked to do. So I guess that was kind of the first goal. And I, I mean, obviously I wanted to get to play more, and that would be great if I got in some games before playoffs. But at the end of the day, everybody on the team has a role, and and as long as you are you you know you're excellent in that role, then you're doing your part as a teammate.
0: Dan Rice asks, favorite thing about being a Riveter.
1: Oh, uh, um, I can tell you what my siblings' favorite thing to do is to. When we're out at bars, to just randomly walk up to somebody and say, "Hey, i have you met my sister? She's a professional athlete." Um, but I guess my favorite thing is just getting to be on the team and getting to play more hockey. And, and I think, especially for me, it's been the group of women the past two, you know, last season and this season who have made me really want to keep coming back. Is is that? So favorite thing is getting me on a team, getting to play hockey, and getting to do it with with the group that that I have.
0: And of course, coming up this weekend, we have the All Star Weekend in Saint Paul, Minnesota. So, who are you rooting for this weekend, Team Ott or Team LeVier?
1: I'm rooting for my Riveter teammates to to have a great great game and and, and to have fun. That's I I, I can I, I that's too hard to pick sides because because I'm a Riveter at heart.
0: I think for me, the the matchup I'm really looking forward to from a riveter standpoint is Alexa Grushel against Katie Fitzgerald.
1: Yes, that's always fun in practice. Um, they're both just such great players, and it's always really cool to to watch them. Um, especially Alexa, she's I always think is kind of one of the most underrated players in the league. She's just absolutely great discipline and and beautiful handwork hand and footwork. So. I'm really excited. It so fun to watch her go up against against Katie.
0: What do you think it's going to be like in the Riveters' locker room following the the All Star Weekend, depending on which side wins?
1: Oh, it'll be you know your usual basic jabs back and forth. <laughs> but um, I think one thing about our team and something that Chad really prides himself on is that we're all really good teammates and and good friends. So. um I don't think there will be any hard feelings outside of a "ha ha, we won, ha ha, you lost" sort of jabs.
0: A couple of final things just before I let you go: If you weren't mm-hmm. a professional hockey player, is there any other sport you would have liked to have played professionally?
1: Football. Oh, I I begged my parents to let me to play football growing up, and they said no because I was I'm five foot non-existent. So. um they made it pretty clear that I was not going to be allowed to play football ever, but I would love to get to play that.
0: And last one for me, would you rather be featured on an NWHL trading card or in a video game with the NWHL in it?
1: That's a tough one. I guess trading cards, but that's just because um, growing up my, you know, one of those things that my brothers always got in their stockings was the the player trading cards, and, and that was quite a bit of a thing when we were younger and they were so excited when they got certain people's playing cards so i think playing card although it cool to be in a video game too
0: this is it the players i've asked it tends to more lean towards the side of the video games and that's what i said to a few of them you said there's some secret gamers out there that maybe we didn't realize
1: that i mean you know if they created one that would be just like the coolest thing ever but I, I mean, I didn't grow up playing video games. We weren't allowed to have them. My parents were like, no, no video games for you. You can go play outside. Um, so I guess that's the huge thing for me is that I don't under, I don't quite grasp the whole video game concept. So that's why I, I vote playing card. Cheeky,
0: I'd like to thank you for joining me today. And I'd like to wish you and the team all the best for the rest of the season.
1: Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on the on the podcast
0: great stuff and cheeky now time for grace Kleinback. delighted to welcome to the podcast grace Kleinback. grace thanks so much for joining me how's it going
2: oh it's going well thanks for having me
0: hey it's a pleasure to have you on we're in all-star week as we speak on the podcast at the moment and we'll get to that a little bit later on but uh before we uh talk some well as well let's get to know you a little bit better so where did you grow up and when did you first start playing hockey
2: I grew up in a town called Eustis, Florida. So that's central Florida. It's about 45 minutes north of Orlando. And I actually started playing hockey when I was 10 years old.
0: So you're part of the Florida contingent on the whale.
2: Oh, yes, yes, definitely. Keeping um, the population of Florida players pretty (laughs) high on the whale.
0: I think if one of you leaves, I think you're going to have to scramble around to try and find another one to join the team.
2: I know, that's the plan. We're trying to migrate all of us up here.
0: (laughs) So when you were growing up, were there any players you enjoyed watching or a particular team you rooted for?
2: Um, My dad was actually a football fan and a, well, he was a football player and boxer. So my dad wasn't into hockey uh, overly much, but my brother got into it. And because of that, I can't really say that I watched much hockey growing up. We definitely were, like, it was funny because we were definitely a football family because of my dad. Um, but, so I didn't originally, like, have a team, but through, have like, the youth programs in Florida, uh, Rachel, Aide and I have played together since I was 10. She's actually one of the first friends mm-hmm. I made when I was playing hockey. She's one of the first girls I met. And we both played on a youth program, like a youth team called the Junior Lightning, and for them, we would always get, like, free tickets to uh, the Lightning games, so we would always go there, so I did like the Lightning, but whenever, ever since I was younger, my dad kind of always, like, put Florida Panthers stuff on me, so I do like the Florida Panthers, but I kind of, I don't really, I'm not, like, super, just, I'm I'm not, like, super into just one team, so...
0: So I I always show my age on this podcast um, because I'm old enough to remember when Florida didn't have an NHL team um, unfortunately (laughs) when I first started watching hockey and I remember Tampa Bay and Florida both as expansion franchises Florida not having done so well but Tampa Bay being one of the perennial Stanley Cup favorites over the last few years and again this year one of the great teams as well so but, yeah, I remember when there wasn't even a team in Florida. And it's, it's interesting, obviously, you touch on um, Rachel there as well because Dan Rice sent in a question earlier on saying, how much fun are you having as Rachel's teammate again?
2: Oh, so much fun. I mean, like I said, like, I actually, I didn't know girls played hockey until I went to the rink to watch my brothers practice one night and I saw Rachel and one of our other mutual friends out on our little on the little rink, and I was watching them, and then I told my dad, I was like, I saw some girls playing hockey today, and I was like, I want to play hockey. Right. And then the next day, I had my first practice, met Rachel, and we became best friends instantly. We played together a lot in our youth, and then we separated a little bit. She played in Pittsburgh, I played in Ohio, and then we both ended up playing juniors together for the Boston Shamrocks and then we both separated again for college and now we're back together and i mean it's just like how it's always been and it's it's so awesome to have her here i we've always loved having each other as a teammate or as teammates and i mean we always like always have a blast together so it's nice especially since I didn't know anyone in the Connecticut area when I first came here. So having her here, so we both had someone that we knew was so nice.
0: Does it seem a little bit surreal when you think about it? You know, you and Rachel have known each other from such a you know, a young age. If you'd have thought back then you would be where you are now in a professional women's hockey league, what would you have thought?
2: Well, I mean, I think if you would have said it whenever we were like 10, we would have been like, Oh, hundred percent. Like, cause we <laughs> just had so much uh, confidence and we just thought the world of each other and us, and we just thought we could do anything. So I think then um, not thinking about it being not thinking of it from a realistic standpoint, we've been like, Oh yes. But probably as you would have got, we got older, probably been like, no, that's probably not likely. So it's, it's just kind of funny. So if you ask us when we were 10, we probably would have been like, yes. And then you ask us <laughs> when we get a little older, we've probably been like, no, there's no. Because we just took – it's like we just took completely different paths. And same thing with Megan and, and Stephanie Mock on our team. Like, we all took such drastically different paths to get where we are, and we all ended up in the same place. So it's kind of amazing to see that there's so many different things you can do and still – and still get to where we are.
0: Yeah, it's interesting how paths cross and, and how things work out. Let's just touch on your uh, college hockey career for a moment. You went to Newman University. Was that your first choice and why did you feel that was a place for you?
2: Um, it was one of those weird things with recruiting and college and stuff. Um, I probably didn't... I definitely didn't reach out to many colleges whenever I was a senior and then I did post-grad... Uh, which was definitely 100% my fault, but I didn't really reach out. I kind of thought that it was they reached out to you, and obviously there's both. But then when I finally was like, oh, I'm supposed to email all these people, I didn't. Newman had reached out to me, along with a couple other schools, but I know Stevenson reached out as well. And with that, I just I went to go visit Newman. And I really like their school. I really like how small it was. It was a really small student to teacher ratio, which I like because I I like the whole homey feel and how I would want my teachers to actually know my name whenever I come into classes. So I like how small it was. And it was just like a very family oriented kind of feel on campus and with the team so that's kind of what I was like so I only actually well, I visited there in Manhattanville College as well but I definitely like the experience in Newman better
0: so you're now with the whale. did you set yourself any personal goals for this season
2: well definitely trying to be the best player and teammate that I can be I I would like to score some more so I'm growing as the season goes and I can see myself growing with it because me coming from d3 this is a much faster pace which i like i enjoy it cuz it's definitely the pace that i would per, would have preferred to play throughout my college career but that being said i still have some growing and i can definitely tell that i'm already growing and i feel more confident each game so i feel like that would be just when things start producing a little more and just allow my confidence to keep growing
0: You scored the Wales' first goal of the season. How special was that for your first professional goal?
2: Oh, it was was very surreal. I was just like, I was in shock. I was, it's one of those things that's like, I wasn't necessarily, I I knew I was in the right place, right time, doing the right thing that our coach, Ryan, was telling us to do. So it was kind of like all the pieces of the puzzle just came together and it was it was one of those things where I'm like, I knew I did, I was able to score because I was doing all those little things. Right. So I was, but I was just, I was beside myself. It was just, I was just so excited.
0: Dan Rice also says, what were your thoughts on how the game in Pittsburgh was like?
2: Uh, Oh, Pittsburgh. Um, Yeah, that was that was awesome, actually, because one of my roommates, we used to go used to take us to that rink and stuff when we used to go see Pittsburgh Penguins games. And so I've been to that rink so many times, just like checking it out, looking at the practice rink. So it was funny when we were first there, I was like, oh, my gosh, like I've been here so many times. And we talked about how cool it would be to like practice on the rink and whatnot. And then I actually got to play on it. And it was amazing. It was also a really nice turnout. There were so many people there. And I think it would be like a great location for them to like have another team just because of the turnout. All the fans there in Pittsburgh, just like a lot of other places, they're just so loyal. And there was a lot of fans from both Buffalo and Connecticut. And then just people who just were there just because they wanted to see a game. And so I think the atmosphere was just so nice to have so many people in the stands watching. You know, it was nice.
0: Yeah, I think for me, it was great to be back in Pittsburgh again after the All-Star weekend being there last year and what a tremendous success that was. So it seems like people are crying out for a team in Pittsburgh when you see the banners and everything else that's up.
2: hmm Yeah, no, I would definitely agree with that.
0: In terms of the Wales season as a whole from a team perspective, what are your thoughts on the season so far?
2: I think we're definitely growing like i just Mm -hmm. kind of like how i said with me and i can see the progress as it the season progresses i think we really reached a turning point this this new year Mm -hmm. so i think when we were just just how we've been playing we just been playing strong we played together and i think that's really important we're definitely we're in a lot of like overtime games and we're, we're we're there we're in every game even if like we've lost by a goal it's usually there. They're usually really tight games, with the exception of the couple games that we played the Riveters. They're usually really tight games, which means that we we're in it and we can really start to prove ourselves as a whole. And I just think the how our team clicks—we're just we're all really friendly. We're all happy with each other. We're all friends, and there's not really hostility, which is so important on a team. That, and we're just all so supportive of each other. So I think that there's nowhere to go but up from here.
0: So, I think for me, when I look at the whale now, this is how I expected the whale to play at the start of the season, be a team that was very, very difficult to beat, be able to grind out those games in those very tight ones, as you say. So I think it seems as though once the calendar turned to 2018, you seem to say you've turned a corner and now you look like a really tough team to beat now on any given weekend.
2: Yeah, I would agree. I think we always play our hardest. Uh, We're a team of a lot of grinders and we're going to do what it takes. And I think that shows even with like having some of our girls being like leading and blocking shots, like we're not afraid to get down and dirty and do what we need to do to try to get the win, to try to sacrifice the body, do what's necessary to try to win.
0: I think the whale are going to be a very tough out come playoff time. I mean, it's interesting to look forward to the playoffs because it's a one and done yeah. scenario. What are your thoughts on that?
2: I think I think we'll do well. We seem to love um, doing, love excelling our game, or um, just elevating our game during uh, high intensity, like real, like situations where we really need to show up. So I think in that kind of circumstance, we really kind of thrive. And I, I would maybe wish it would maybe not be a one-and-done scenario because sometimes you bounces don't go your way, this, that, the other thing. But I think under, under those circumstances, we should be able to be that tough team that is no one's really going to want to play against because they know we're going to show up and we're going to do whatever we need to to try our best to get that win. And I, I do have faith in us for playoffs. And I think we will be a hard team. We will be a hard team to play against.
0: No, I completely agree. And that's not so far away now. We've had the dates announced for the playoff games. They're just over a month away. We have the, the All-Star weekend coming up this weekend as well. What are you most looking forward to about the All-Star weekend being in St. Paul in Minnesota?
2: Um. Well, I wish it was closer so I could watch. But... I'm I'm just looking forward to just seeing just some of the best girls in the, in the BHL play against each other and just to be able to watch your, my teammates and some of the other girls that, that I know or have played against and just see how it'll turn out. I'm sure it'll be a really fun game to watch and um just like all all together just watching everything i just think it would just it would be an amazing experience and then, like i said the only thing i wish is maybe it could be a little more local so that way i could go and show my support and and be there
0: no absolutely it's gonna be a, a fun weekend of hockey and it's just a, another part of what has been a wonderful nwhl season so far and still a hell of a lot to go as we just discussed the playoffs and and everything else along those lines. But, Grace, I'd like to thank you for joining me today, and I'd like to wish you and the team all the best for the rest of the season, however it turns out.
2: Oh, Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you.
0: Excellent stuff from Grace, and that just about wraps up today's episode. I'd like to thank tonight's guest for joining me on Women's Hockey Digest. Every week I'll be joined by players from the NWHL to discuss hockey and much more. But for now, I've been your host, Stephen Elbert. You can find me on Twitter, at TalkSport Stephen. You can find the podcast at WH Digest. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or your podcast app. All the details have in the episode notes. But until next time, it's a good night from me.